Welcome to the Behind the Lids podcast. My name is Mandy Adams, and I have the privilege of leading the Behind the Lids Healing Collective here in Costa Mesa, California. Our podcast is an opportunity to share the wisdom of facilitators who hold space and bring healing at our studio, as well as experts and influencers we believe you should know about. Before we join our conversation for today, we'd love for you to hear about an upcoming event at Behind the Lids. We have some exciting news to share with you. Behind the Lids is now offering online classes, and we just announced the first four taught by Mana Dabokar, psychic medium, life coach, and former therapist. If you're curious about communicating with animals, discovering and developing your eight clairs, your intuitive senses, overcoming self-doubt and unleashing inner confidence, or learning how to interpret your dreams, head on over to behindthelids.com online. That's behindthelids.com slash online and learn more about our new online classes. Welcome to the Behind the Lids podcast. I'm your host, David Trotter, and today our guest is Jen Sinclair, astrologer and author of the children's book entitled, I Am the Planets, I Am the Stars, I Am Stardust. Jen uses astrology as a tool to help understand the layers that we are made of and to celebrate the uniqueness of each person. She's deeply interested in using the birth chart in order to connect others to their truest and most authentic selves. Now, in today's conversation, Jen shares how she discovered astrology in her 30s during a dark season of her life, what motivated her to write an astrology book specifically for kids, the basics of astrology, including the 12 houses and the big three, and how astrology can help guide your daily life. All right, let's jump into my conversation with Jen Sinclair. Jen, thanks so much for taking some time to hang with me today. I appreciate it. Yay, thanks for having me. So happy to be here and talk to you. Well, today we're talking all about astrology and specifically your book, I Am the Planets, I Am the Stars, I Am Stardust. And so we want to tell people all about your wonderful children's book. Um, that I think adults would probably benefit from as well. And uh, but t- let's start by talking about how did you become interested in astrology? Take us back to when you were introduced to this, and oh, yeah, how did this unfold for the you? The story, the big story. Um, I mean, let's let's go back to childhood here. So when I was younger, I was super into astronomy. So you know, moon, stars. Like I had like all the jewelry of the stars and moons, and really? you know, all the stars over my ceiling. I was obsessed and like looking at the, you know, planets and, but that was just, you know, I just thought it was cool. Like the moon and the stars. Yay. It's so exciting. I had a ton of books as a kid. I remember that, but I had no idea of astrology. I had, I didn't know any of that stuff until like my thirties. So, um, I found astrology through a very dark place, which I think is, you know, some of the, some, you know, stories that you hear, you find things through a darker lens and, yeah. Unfortunately, I had, um, you know, I was in my 30s. I had two little kids. I had left a career um, as a photographer. I moved from New York to um, Southern California in suburbia, and I just hit like this weird rock bottom. You know, mm. it's not glamorous, it's not pretty, but it, you know, it was the best thing that ever happened to me. So I kind of mm. hit this rock bottom where I was, you didn't really know what I was doing, where I was going. Um, and I had called my brother one night and I was just like, you know, it was one in the morning. I was just crying. I was, and he's like, I have been waiting for this moment for so long. He's like, 
you've arrived. Are you ready to do what you were meant to do for the rest of your life? And I was like, what does that mean? And he, you know, he is very, was very into astrology, but I never really picked it up from him. Okay. And so during this like kind of mental breakdown, he started talking me through a lot of astrological things that led me into, you know, therapy, it led me into yoga, it led me down this lot, this, you know, track that was just so positive and spiritual. And mm. I started finding myself and, you know, the astrology just started to come through. Like he would teach me things and I would, you know, it would validate things about myself. And I was like, Oh, I, I, I'm okay. I'm amazing. Like there's these things about me. They're, they're amazing. Like, let me celebrate them. So that's kind of how I found, I found it through, you know, not a, not a beautiful place, but it it led me to find the practice and deepen my self practice. And then I just started getting so into it that I was like, I need to like teach this. I need to, you know, I started getting more and more comfortable reading charts of people. Mm. Um, so it, it was like a, it was a long journey, but it, it got me here. So I am so grateful for it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. So now, uh, just a little bit of my background, I grew up yeah. in more of a conservative Christian background. And oh, so okay. astrology, of course, was seen as, you know, satanic. Oh, totally. uh, so, <laughs> so I really have not had much exposure to astrology, astrology at all. So I'd love today, even our conversation to kind of educate me a little bit, which would be yeah. you know, super, super fun and helpful. <laughs> Um, but so now when, let's just say I see something in a, um, back in the old days, a newspaper, or maybe now it's a meme that pops up or something on, you know, an image on Instagram that's talking about something that's happening today, right. Or something that's happening this week. How would you differentiate between something that's happening, say this week versus a birth chart? that's about me personally like how how do you help me think about astrology from those two vantage points those are super complicated two different but the same so in general you have this birth chart right you have this chart that you were born with and the planets are all in different parts of this house system and this describes you you know this birth chart describes who you are what you're doing um, your life, your journey, your personalities, your, you know, the things you're good at, the things that, you know, your moods, everything, right? So this, you have this fixed birth chart. This does not change. Every day when we wake up, the planets are moving, shifting around, right? And they're making these different aspects, these different mathematical, you know, equations basically in the sky to each other, which is influencing energy, you know? So what's happening is this is happening in the sky. Like, the sun is making a square to Mercury one day. So this is a this is an aspect that's happening based on the world. This is also going to affect your chart in some way. Your fixed birth chart is going to have these moving planets around them. And wherever that sun is hitting, it might strike something on your birth chart. And, you know, today might have some kind of influence on you. You might feel really, you know, there just might be some sort of influence. So there's two parts and pieces and they kind of merge together. Does that make sense? Like you sure. have this fixed birth chart and then the moon there, all the planets are moving around, just making these different, you know, connections to you. So you kind of have to look at it in different ways. It's important um, to learn your birth chart first. So you understand, you know, what the essence of the sun and what the essence of the what Mercury is, Jupiter, all these planets are. And then you can kind of understand how they work on a day to day. Does that, is that kind of like, 
Makes sense. <laughs> sure, sure, of course. Yeah, no, that's really helpful. <laughs> now, when you started really getting into this, obviously your brother introduced you to it, and yeah. so he he was interested, like in in supporting you in this. Did yeah. you have other family members or friends that thought you had kind of gone off the deep end, or was everybody cheering you on in the process? Um, I actually kept it kind of low key. Like I live in Santa Ana, which is very close to Tustin, which is cons- a little conservative. You know, they have the religious, so I I definitely. I still don't tell everyone what I do. You know, I teach yoga. So I'm like, I'm a yoga teacher. You know, there's certain people that I open up to because there's a lot of, you know, like, okay, you know, loony lady that listens to the moon and the stars, you know? So, um, yeah, I'm a little bit like about it. My, my parents were super supportive of it. They're like, awesome, whatever, like whatever you want to do, like we're here for it. Um, I didn't, I didn't have any like super crazy, like people coming at me, like you lost it. But I just think, again, I filter, I'm a little bit, not, not as much now, but I did, I think at first, just because now it's like, you go to like every store and there's Zodiac signs everywhere. So it's not, I'm not crazy anymore. (laughs) Right, right, right. And uh, let's see, are are you married? Yes. And your husband, what was, what was he thinking as you're kind of seeing this kind of come into your life? Oh, my Capricorn husband. <laughs> um, let's see, he he was very supportive of it. He's same thing as like my family. Just you know, is if it makes you happy, if it's you know doing good things for you, then I'm here for it. He's like a little bit like you know, I'll tell him certain things. Like he's always you know he'll always joke around if his computer's not working. What is Mercury and like Gatorade again today? And <laughs> so he like he's there. He's there for it, but. He doesn't like participate in like the deeper conversations with me about it, but he's, he's here for it. Like I could sit and have a conversation and he'll, you know, yes. Okay. Uh-huh, whatever you're saying, if that makes you happy, me too. He's, he's very much, he's into yoga and he has his own, his own journey, but not really the astrology so much. <laughs> sure, sure. So you've got this book, I am the planet yeah. stars. I am stardust. And for those listeners who haven't seen it, um, of course, we really encourage you to check it out. Uh, at jensenclair.com, you'll see the link in the show notes. You can swipe up on your phone and click on that link now where you can get a copy of it. But just beautifully illustrated, so beautiful, uh, illustrated by Erica Callahan. Uh, yes. And so, but tell me, how did this, how did this come to be? How did you capture the vision, catch the vision of a book? Tell me all about um, it. Let's see. So COVID, <laughs> COVID life, all of a sudden I, um, you know, about a year before you know, 2019 or so, I started to get really into my astrology business. Um, I really, it became very serious. I was seeing clients um, and moved into a new house and I had a space where um, I was seeing people in my upstairs bedroom and it was just, everything was happening. It was, you know, maybe less than a year or so. And then COVID hit and then dun, 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 all of a sudden, oh, you can't see clients. You can't do anything. And I have two young kids that were at home and I'm just sitting here what am I, what am I going to do kind of thing? Mm. So I, you know, I switched my business over to zoom as much as I could, but still it was a funny, you know, it was a funny time. People weren't coming to see, you know, an astrologer, they were just surviving. So, um, I had post, I posted stuff, a bunch of stuff on my Instagram about kids and astrology and, you know, my own kids and their, you know, signs and how they're reacting today. And a friend was like, Hey, why don't you write a kid's book? And I was like, Oh, ha, 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 that's funny. Okay. And then I was sitting down one day, I'm like, I'm going to do it. Like, why not? Like, okay, I'm a Sagittarius. So I'm like, I don't know. I'll do whatever. I'll do whatever. It doesn't really matter. Like I'll, I'll try it. I'll try anything once. So I just started writing and it started coming through. Like there were, it was 
it wasn't, I mean, it was very challenging, but I was able to kind of just write it in a kid language as a mom. It was easy for me to kind of like understand how a kid would react to something. Um, and I just started writing and, and all of a sudden I had a book and I was like, okay, I guess, I guess I'm a, I'm writing now. Here we go. So it was very fun. And did you know Erica beforehand or did you guys connect? You specifically hired her? Yes. She is a friend. Um, and I was actually, I put a huge thing out on Instagram, like looking for illustrators and I, I didn't. I didn't realize she was an illustrator. Like I knew her, but we weren't like super close. Um, and she responded back. She's like, I'd love to do it. I'm like, okay, let's see what you can come up with. So I showed her the book. We had a bunch of meetings and she just started drawing. And I was like, oh my gosh, like you are, this is it. This is, this is happening. And randomly, like she was pregnant at the time. So it was like a very like special thing. She was becoming a mom, writing this kid's book, you know, drawing these like illustrations and it was like very very magical how it all came about so she just I mean she took my ideas and just made them these like amazing visions so it was very very special very and special did, did you uh self-publish the book is that correct I did yes yeah. so I um I had I hired a designer um and I just I I literally this thank goodness for social media I reached out to people like how do you print a book? Like it, these are all things I had never done. I didn't go to school for this. So um, yeah, piece by piece, I found um, someone to print the book. And then I was like, I guess I'm self-publishing because I don't know what else to do. And yeah, I just I just sold out my first like batch of um, books. And now I have a whole new batch sitting over here next to me that are ready to go out. So I hope to take it to a publishing place eventually. But right now I'm just, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. <laughs> great job. That's great. You know, so many people, um, I've published quite a few books and I've uh-huh. had one through traditional publishing and people don't realize I'm not to, to download that, um, uh, not to, not to, not to downgrade, I should say, um, mm-hmm. how difficult the process is, you know what I mean? Yes. But in reality, um, especially now yours is different because it's full color, full, you know, printed hardback, but Amazon makes it so easy. If you want to self-publish a book, it's so easy and people don't realize that, you know, I've helped several clients, um, self-publish books themselves and, um, it's totally possible. If you have a vision, you can do it. Yes. And that's the beauty of like today. Now, like nowadays you really can do whatever you want and it's so incredible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I, I, you kind of go through and give kids an overview. Well, first of all, how old would you say a kid would need to be in order to read this on their own versus a parent reading it to them? Uh, on their own, like I would say like nine or 10 on their own with mm-hmm. a parent. I say like, you know, seven, like you could probably, you know, a more mature seven-year-old would probably wrap their head around it, but definitely like 10-ish is probably that like peak age. Okay. So you talk about uh, a birth chart and it's based on where the planets were sitting in the sky at the exact moment you were born and you liken a birth chart to a pizza. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Yeah. Right. It's so good. <laughs> I mean, why not? And this pizza has 12 slices that represent <laughs> the 12 houses. Yes. Uh, so now tell me what are what are the 12 houses for somebody who's maybe listening, who is, you know, ignorant on astrology, like myself, sure. what are the 12 houses? Give me a breakdown of this. Educate me a little bit. Okay. So let's talk. We're going to, we're going to go back a little bit. We're going to do some math here. Okay. So you have this circle chart, right? And it's broken up into 12 houses and it's a circle. So it's 360 degrees. And then within these 12, 12 slices, each slice is 30 degrees. 
So 30 times 12, 360. So within a birth chart, everything is broken up into zero to 29 degrees, not one to 30, which is so confusing, but it's 30 degrees for each house. And um, you have these 12 houses and each slice here is going to describe a part of your life. So these planets are going to end up on some of these slices and enhance this part of your life and describe it in even more depth. So we have the 12 slices. Um, I'm like, let me, I can get the book and I can show you. I made it very simple. It's, it's a little, it's, it is very complicated, but um, basically the first house is, you know, self. Second house is your values. Third house is communication. Fourth house is family. Fifth is like your like creativity. Six is your health. Seventh is relationships. Eight is, we'll call it transformation and mystery. Ninth is going to be like your higher learning, um, travel, and then 10th is career. 11th is going to be um, groups of people, friendships. And 12th is going to be like your like dreams and secrets and kind of the, the under underground kind of stuff. So that's how it works. So um, and then planets will fall into these different houses. And then there's going to be zodiac signs that are parts of these planets as well. So it's it's complicated. But in the book, I think it's broken down where you can start to put things together. Mm-hmm. And so how do how do I determine I versus I know you can determine someone's sign <laughs> by just thinking about the uh, the dates. the month, the dates. Right. Yeah. But how does that actually how did those signs get connected to those dates? You know what? There, it's this, the zodiacs in the sky. So which is, you know, whole, that goes into astronomy now. So in the sky, these zodiac signs are actually in the sky. If you look out and take your like you know, not your binoculars, your telescope, don't use binoculars, look into the sky, your telescope and look in the sky. So the zodiac signs come out in different times of the year. So that's kind of how it connects to the zodiac signs of the certain times of the year. So very, that's like more of the astronomy that connects to the astrology. And it's also cool because it's literal, you can see it. Like it's, it's there. It's not some mystery. It's, you know, Sagittarius, the Zodiac is up in the sky, you know, during Sagittarius season of that, you know, which is so cool, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, um, Pluto, Pluto is included in these yeah. uh, planets, right, that are a part yes. of the whole, all the houses. Oh, what, yeah. happened, what happened in the astrology community when Pluto <laughs> got bumped out? We didn't, we didn't listen. We went blah, 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 blah. Pluto is very important. He, I mean, he is a small and mighty planet and no astrologer ignored him. There was, I mean, not that I know of in my community and like, you know, all the, the people I follow, no one, we just were like, whatever you, you do your science thing. We're going to do our, we're going to do our thing here. Pluto is still here. <laughs> all right. Say. So you kept Pluto in. So all the people <laughs> yeah. that love Pluto, they resonate yes. with the astrologer. Okay, good, good, good. Yes. <laughs> uh, then you talk about in the book, the big three, the sun, yeah. moon, and your rising sign. Yes. Break that down for us. Okay. So uh, big three, we have the sun, the moon, and rising. The sun is, you know, this is the easiest one to figure out. This is where if you're born between these dates, you can figure out your sun sign, right? But the sun um, essentially is like, it's where we shine. It's where we shine from. Um, think, you know, think of the sun, what it is. It's the energy that you're putting out into the world. Um, the sun sign is like the foundation. It's what we identify with in a sense. So, and then we have the moon, which is um, kind of this internal, it's our emotions, it's our moods. It's going to be like the way we're the most comfortable, like in our truest, truest feelings. 
And then rising. So rising is kind of a fun one. Um, rising, wherever the rising sign starts is going to be based on your birth time. So very, very important. We get these birth times exact. So this is going to be um, the zodiac sign that starts your birth chart, the first house. Um, and the rising sign different from the sun sign, this is going to be more of like your first impression to something. Um, it's going to be like how you'd walk into a room and this is going to be how you you present yourself to someone. So someone may describe you, Oh, you know, I met David, he was so-and-so and they might be describing your rising, but then I got to know him and you know, they'd start describing your sun. And if they really get to know you, they'll describe your moon sign. So that's kind of how the layers are. So it's kind of a, I mean, you really get a pretty good sense of someone and who they are um, with these three. So, you know, astrologers have coined them like the big three. Um, so we can just, you know, and they're easy to figure out. You can, you can look online as long as you have your birth time and your birthplace and you can figure these out and kind of understand how, you know, what they mean to you. Like, you know, you generally get these zodiac signs based on the sun, the moon and the rising. And it's really cool to look like, what does that mean to me? How do I relate to that? How can I use that? How can I you know, draw more energy from that. Like, wow, I have this cool, you know, the Sagittarius sign, like, what is it all about? Where can I pull from? And it, it gets exciting, you know, like learning about yourself is pretty incredible. It's pretty amazing. It does feel super validating. Like, oh my gosh, I'm not crazy. Yes. Like, somebody does get me. Totally. Yeah. Yes. That's, I would say that's like the number one thing about astrology is the validation very mm -hmm. much so. <laughs> Now for you, how much of astrology intersects with spirituality? Like how, how do you connect your spirituality with what you do? Um, I think it just, it, for me, it merges together. Like for me, I never, um, I wasn't, I wasn't raised in like a religious house. I didn't have a religious, I actually have some kind of interesting things about religion that kind of pushed me away from it. But the idea of astrology, just like, it feels like we're all connected. Like you know, it's all one. It kind of has that essence of God in a sense, you know, or whatever God is to you. It feels interconnected. Like I can, I can get a sense of like the moon is in a certain zodiac sign. I can feel that energy. Like everyone can feel that energy. Like to me, that is the the essence of like, you know, everything metaphysical, everything spiritual. It's so, to me, it's so deep. Um, so that's how I kind of connect to that. And I, I love that it's just available. It's right there for you. You can see it. It's not this mysterious figure that someone's talking about in a book. It's right there. You get, you get a telescope out or you just stand outside under the moon and you're like, I am part of this. I feel this. I'm experiencing it. So it's pretty, I mean, it's astrology so mathematical and nerdy, but like, it's also this other side. It's so spiritual and deep, which is really cool. <laughs> In my opinion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then in the book, it, you have not only uh, the kind of the 12 houses, the pizza, yeah. um, as a uh, a handout that, that comes out of the book, that you also have stickers. Is this correct? Yes. Tell yes. me all about so this. Fun. Tell me all about the stickers. Oh, my gosh. So um, that came through Erica. Thank goodness. My amazing illustrator. She um, suggested, why don't we do like an activity in the back? And basically, we started coming up with all these ideas. Um, so when you get a birth chart, it's, you know, you can find it online and you get the circle with all the planets in different places. And I thought it'd be so cool, you know, as a mom, you know, when you when you interact with your kids and they do something that's, you know, hands on, tangible, they learn so much more. So we came up with a sticker chart where um, you get to put the zodiac signs, you get to put the planets on your birth chart. So 
you're really, you know, you're learning it, but you're also for kids that are more visual, you're seeing it for kids that are, you know, like things that are more tangible, you're doing it. So it's, it's kind of a cool experience for, you know, anyone. Yeah. Okay. Talk to me about your kids. You said your kids are, (laughs) you know, on the younger side, elementary, middle school. Yeah. What do they think about all of this? (laughs) Um, well, they, they love the book. They love the idea of a book. They think it's cool that mom wrote a book and they like, you know, that they want to tell everyone about it. They're very excited about that. The astrology side of it, they're still kind of like, I don't know if, if you like it. Is it, is it really cool? They're, you know, I'll hear my daughter, like, she'll ask me questions about like, oh, so-and-so, my friend was born February something, you know, going to her birthday. What is that? What does that mean? What is she? So she will ask little questions, but you know, my daughter's 12. So it's very much like the sky's blue. And she's like, no, it's not blue. So we're in that, like, (laughs) we're kind of in that place right now. Um, My son, he's nine. He's kind of like, he thinks it's fun, like to like, look at the book and he'll, he'll humor me, but he, um, you know, they, they have their own journey right now. I think, I think they will find based on their charts and based on like what I see, I think they will find their spiritual practice, the astrology, all these good things a little later in life. Mm. Um, and it's, it's, they're being influenced right now by myself, my husband, and, you know, just as any, anything you do as parents, they're listening they're observing. Um, but I, they're not like, they're jump they're not jumping in full speed yet with, with sure, the astrology. Sure. They're not doing birth charts on their friends or anything. <laughs> they are not. They have, I mean, they have their crystals in their room and they have their things, but they're, you know, they dabble in their own little, in their way. Yeah. Yeah. Now, <laughs> how do you differentiate between say human design um, astrology, Enneagram, uh, any of these other tools that kind of are, uh, kind of, uh, next to spirituality or adjacent to spirituality and, and have these different ways of understanding ourselves. Like if somebody, you know, came to you and said, well, what should I do? Should I do astrology? Should I do human design? Should I do Enneagram? Should I, what would you say? I, I think they're all the same in that sense. Like, I think it's a sense of learning about yourself and who you are. And I don't, I don't know too much about human design. Like I try to learn and it, it for me, I, it, I can't wrap my head around it. So for me, it doesn't work. So, but the next person, I have a good friend who like dropped off a book at my house and she's like all about it. Like her, the way her brain works, she understands human design. And so it's, I think it's just, you know, do you like to go to church? Do you like to walk into nature and talk to trees? Like what's, what's your preference there? It, the ultimate goal is you're learning about yourself. You're making yourself a better person. And that's like, to me, that's, that's the ultimate goal of all this, you know, to be yeah. better people for ourselves so we can be better people in the world and, you know, all of la 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 connecting all that stuff. But, um, I, I, that's one thing I do want to learn is about human design. Cause I think it's very, very similar, um, to astrology from what I'm gathering from it. Mm-hmm. How do you utilize astrology on a daily basis for you personally? Like the way that you think about relationships, the way you run your yeah. business, the way that you approach decisions. Absolutely. I, I use it like every single morning I will check. I have an app on my phone and I will look to see like what the aspects are, what's happening. Um, meaning like what the planets, the relationships, the planets are making, how that's going to possibly affect me. And then, um, I based will on your it. birth chart or just in general, everybody based on my birth chart and in general. So I use both of it. So I will look based on my personal birth chart, what's happening in my birth chart. There's going to be certain things on the day to day that are happening in my birth chart. And then there's going to be certain things that are happening day 
by day, you know, um, in, in general in the world. Um, what, app so is, what app is this that allows you to do that? So the one I use um, on the day to day is called Time Nomad. And I, I believe it's like a free app, but, um, and it just tells you, so based on your birth chart, it'll tell you, um, you know, today the sun is transiting your natal Venus. So it'll, it'll say a little, or, you know, it's conjunct your natal Venus. So that's personal for me, but in general, like I, nothing's really happening today. It's kind of a mellow day. The moon is in Gemini today, let's say. So that's happening for everyone. Like everyone, the moon is in Gemini. It's touching everyone's chart in Gemini somewhere. Um, so I will look to see kind of, you know, the, the general mood of the day, the energy, um, you know, if for me, like certain planets affect me a little bit differently. So I know I, you know, I teach yoga, so I'm talking a lot. So if Mercury is making, Mercury is the planet of our communication. If Mercury is making a funky aspect, I may just slow myself down or know that go, when I walk into a class or if I have meetings that I need to pay closer attention. I need to, you know, maybe check myself a couple of times, maybe take a couple deep breaths because my mind and my words might not match. Mm. <laughs> so it's just like an awareness kind of thing, you know? And then there's days that, you know, like the other day, there was this beautiful aspect um, with the sun and Jupiter. So I sent a bunch of emails out to like publishers. So I, that's how I like use the energy. Um, I am, like one thing I say to all my clients, it's, I'm never fearful. I never, it's never like something that like feels like, um, you know, to be fearful of or scared of, or it's just something you lean into. It's, it's just energy. It's, you take it, you leave it, you flow with it. Um, but nothing to be like worried. If there's a bad aspect, not to be fearful of anything. Um, that's like my big thing with astrology. Cause I think people, get a little fearful around it. Like when they see something that, you know, is more negative, they're like, what's going to happen to me? And it's like, no, 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 no. I like that. Mm. And so when it feels like something's ominous or I'm reading something that, oh, this is her. Yeah. Mer Mercury's in retrograde, which it was just in retrograde yes. for like a long period of time yes, or something. Yes. People just, you know, are freaking out. Like how do you then encourage them to approach something that does feel overwhelming or ominous? Um, just awareness completely take it as awareness like it's just energy like you can manipulate it in any way you want like you can say it over and over i'm having a bad day like i'm feeling really bad and you're gonna have a bad day but instead like okay like the energy is a little wacky out there like it's just like the weather like it's raining outside like i'm not going out in a bathing suit today i'm gonna bring my umbrella so i'm just gonna be a little bit more prepared in a sense so that's it's just preparing and like really, really releasing fears around anything, just being prepared that maybe this could happen, but you're going to be prepared for it. So no big deal. It's, mm -hmm. it's fine. Totally, totally fine. Mm -hmm. And so what are ways that you work with clients? You read birth charts. You also like, help me understand, like, how could people work with yeah. you? Yeah. Um, so I do a lot of like natal charts, which is your birth chart. Um, and that just kind of breaks down the planets in each house and what that means for you, how you can lean into it a little bit better. Um, and, you know, validation, very big validation for that. Um, my favorite thing I do is my mini reading. So I do, this is called a transit chart. So this is reading um, your birth chart based on like what's happening with the planets around you. And this gives you really kind of like detailed information about like what's going on in your life, what you're leaning into, what's up and coming, um, how you can work with all the moons, like the new moons, the full moons, the eclipses. And it gives you more of like a detailed idea, like, you know, if Mercury retrogrades coming up, I can tell you probably in very pretty, you know, where that's going to be in your life and where that might show up and how you can just prepare for it in a sense. 
So it's a little predictive. Um, um, it's not like, you know, I always say it's not like reading a crystal ball, you know, it's, there's, there's, it's energy. So it can, it's very, it's very spread out, but it can give you a general sense of what you're leaning into. And again, validating experiences you're having. Um, if someone's having, you know, I can see if people are having a lot of like stress or a lot of, you know, things that feel like they're just kind of like, like at each other. Like I can kind of tell you when that's going to clear up or when that's going to like, mm. ease, you know, ease a little bit. So just stuff like that. And those, those are my favorite to do. Cause it, it just, it, I feel like it gives people hope and a sense of like something to hold on to. We all want to like have an idea of what's coming up. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think anyone wants to be super surprised on the day to day. Maybe they do. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I definitely don't. How much of those readings is your intellectual knowledge of astrology and how much is interwoven any sort of um, intuition or connection with the divine? It's like 50, 50, I'd say like I'm reading these, I'm reading like the math of it. I look at a chart, I see it. I can see like mathematically the degrees, what, how a planet is hitting another planet. And then what I do is, and I, I, most astrologers don't do this. I write everything for my clients. So I'm writing everything. And when I'm writing, I almost say it's like a, it's almost like a channeling. Like I'm also feeling something when I'm writing it and I can, I'm getting like ideas and information based on like, that's not showing me on the birth chart. So there's a little bit more that I'm getting from it. And I just call it my intuition and in a sense of channeling. Cause I don't, I don't take it that I'm not like, I'm not super into that realm. Like I don't talk to dead people. I don't do, that's like not, that's like outside of my like whole thing. Sure, sure. Um, but there's definitely like a channeling that happens and a um, intuitive like hits that I get from looking at it. Absolutely. And are you doing that? You said you're writing that you're doing that ahead of time before you meet yes. with the client. Yeah. So this is also something that a lot of astrologers don't like doing. Um, what generally, which I've heard talking to other astrologers is they'll just get someone's birth, you know, information and they'll meet with them. And as they're meeting with them, they're looking at the chart. And that's the first time they're seeing that chart. For me, I need some time to like process it. Like I need to sit with it and feel it and understand it. So like, I almost like step into you, like who you are. Mm. And then I like get this essence of like, okay, what's really going on? Um, How can I, like, my goal is I want to help. I want to help. What can I do Mm -hmm. to help? How can I give information that's going to, you know, give someone, you know, make someone's day better or make some, make something easier for someone or validate someone. So for me, it just helps me to write it. It takes more time. Um, definitely takes more time, but it yeah. just feels, it just feels like the right thing for me for how I want to run my business. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so if people are interested in a uh, natal reading, I believe is what you called it yes. or a transit <laughs> reading. Um, they can go to your website, which is yes, jensenclair.com. Jensenclair.com, J E N N two N's, yes, uh, Sinclair.com. And your Instagram is jen underscore Sinclair underscore. And we'll have Correct. links to both of those in our show notes. If you're uh, yeah. listening on your phone now, you can swipe up and just click on the links and access Jen's first book. I'm going to say first because. <laughs> I'm hoping there's going to be more. I am the planets. I am the stars. I am stardust. Just as you are unique, your story here on earth is too. Written by Jen Sinclair and illustrated by Erica Callahan. So Jen, thank you so much for just sharing your experience, your story, your wisdom. And uh, we're excited to point people toward your book. Hey, thank you so much for having me. This is so fun. I appreciate it. 
We hope you enjoyed the conversation today, and we invite you to share this episode with someone who would enjoy it as well. Take a screenshot, text it to them, and tell them to check out BehindTheLidsPodcast.com. Also, we encourage you to rate and review the show on the podcast platform where you are listening. We'll see you next time, Behind the Lids.